0: Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. What's going on, everybody? Landon here, I'm back again with special guest. I guess he's a he's special. I don't know if he's a guest, Coach oh, Jackson.
1: My, my mom tells me I'm special, so
0: <laughs> yeah, same with me, buddy. We got that in coffee. <laughs> That's a good stuff, man. Uh, Jackson, we were we were talking before this, uh, wherever you're listening, to podcast, YouTube. We we're talking before, and this is the interesting topic. You know how do you keep your business running year round? I think that there's been a lot of false propaganda, maybe if you will, when it comes to the home service industry. A lot of us know we run seasonal businesses or you run a seasonal business, right? But the chances are you think you're you're going to be exceptional. You think, hey, I, I do a I do soft washing in the summer snow is three feet in the winter, I'm going to then just do snow plowing, right? And you're going to do snow removal. And that'll be my, that'll make it year round. That'll extend your work period, but it's not going to make it a full evergreen 12 month long business. I think people have been sold a lie and and I want to really touch on that. I want to give them tips, Jackson. Uh, I want to give them strategies, but I also want to clarify some things up and cut through the, the BS when it comes to How do we keep our home service business, which is outside running year round? So Jackson, I know we were talking offline. We got some good stuff to get into, man. I'll give you an example. Um, Let's say the washing season or the uh, landscaping season or the exterior painting season, anything to do outside is about eight months. Good weather, right? Wherever you are. So eight months of good weather. What, number one, how would you, what services can you add to extend that season and how long will that that season, your season be extended for? Um, What are some ways that people can start to work through and how have you helped um, our guys add on the services to their existing business?
1: Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that is the question, right? How do we make this thing operating so that we are collecting revenue as much as possible? am I'm, I'm sure you know, if you have a home service business, you've hit a few hard months where the leads stop coming in. You know where where I live uh, in the north, that'll happen around August and September in my washing business, things will start to slow down a little bit. In the wintertime, you know it's snowing, it's pouring rain, whatever it's doing where you live, things are going to slow down a little bit. And so we need to do our best to fill in those holes and offer people things that are appealing during those times where we can keep our our crews working. And so, you know, I'm sure you've heard this before. You know, the, the basic answer is, oh, well, you do holiday lights or you do snow removal. Mm-hmm. Summer, you figure out how to paint or how to stain. And you, you fill out those times with services that you can complete in those weather cycles. And that's appealing to your clients. Uh, and that is the, the easiest answer that you can give. But, you know, I think there are some harder truths about keeping your, your business running year-round that we may want to address.
0: Yeah, well, on the harder truths, it's it's a money issue. It's a, I I I I maybe have gotten to a wrong industry. <laughs> maybe those are some things, Jackson, that are starting to run across the guys, especially if this is your first couple of years. What is the fallacy? Because we again we were talking about this all, off camera what's the fallacy? Like there's a huge fallacy with running a year round business, right? Okay. So the question is, how do I make it run year round? Short answer, change the weather. Oh, you can't do that because you literally are not the creator. Okay. Then you can't do that. So then how can we extend the season? Okay. So I've extended my season, you know, from that example, eight months to 10 months by adding lights or staining or whatever that is. What is that? What's the what's the big thing we we're talking about, Jackson? I just want to get into it, man. What's the juicy thing? What is the juicy <laughs> thing about a year-round business?
1: Well, at least in my business, like <clears throat> we shut down in February. I don't <clears throat> even want to try to go get jobs in February and deal with the weather. You know, we've done the holiday <clears throat> lights. We've made a good chunk of change doing holiday lights, which is great. And so, so don't get me wrong when I'm you know I'm about to say what I'm about to say. There are great things you can do to keep your business trying to run year round. And if you figured that out, that's awesome. But for a mm-hmm. lot of us out there, it's going to be near impossible to do the services you are known for the whole time. You know, there are things that we can that that we can do as a business owner to fill in those gaps. And you know, again, and you know, adding on to these services, some other things that you can do just for an example would be um trying to line up your, your clients, say you're you're uh, serving someone in the busy season. You say, hey, I'll give you a small discount to put you on the schedule for here you know, that's a great thing that we can do. We still haven't figured out a way to fill out our February schedule, right? We just haven't. And so to be honest, what what, what we have done is when, you know, when employees come in and they ask for a job, we hire them, or, you know, we're, we're at the interview. Before we hire them, we'll say, hey, this job is somewhat seasonal. There will be times when we will be slower. There will be times when we, we will be busy. February, we would like it if we didn't work at all. Uh, and so we are we are very upfront about that process with them. And I think the the really big thing that a lot of business owners miss here, and this is gonna hurt some people's feelings. This is going to hurt some people's feelings when I say this. If you have built a business where you don't have work for a month and your employees are jumping ship to hop over to another business where they're gonna get paid 20, 25 bucks an hour, You have not done a good enough job of building a business that your employees are actually loyal to, that they Mm. actually want to work out and see a future at. Mm. Because I know that with my employees, we've done such a good job at creating a company culture with them. We're upfront about the slow periods. They will figure out what they need to do in those slow times. They will save money. They will get a side gig, and we will have them back when we you know, when, when spring comes around because mm-hmm. they really are dedicated to their job. And so, you know, if the, if you if your issue is, you know, that your, your employees are, are hopping shit because, you know, you're not busy for a little bit, well, you got a bigger issue at your business mm-hmm. than not having work for those few weeks. There There's a, a underlying mm-hmm. issue there that needs to be addressed. And, and that is, a business that really appeals to your employees. And I really think that that's the biggest thing in keeping it running year round. You know, it's not mm-hmm. going to be perfect. You're not going to have work lined out steady all the time. This home services are like waves. You know, we have we have really busy times. We have slow times. Some companies do a better job at staying consistent, but that's just the name of the game. There's going to be ups and downs. and uh, And you need to create a business that your employees are loyal to uh, and they can figure it out in, in those times if it ever does get get bad, like our February where we're not working. You know, we're not, we don't lose our employees every single year. If we did, our business wouldn't be sustainable. Mm-hmm. We, we could restart our team every year in March. So um, just a, just an interesting take that I don't think a lot of people have really thought through. I think the main route mm-hmm. that people see is, well, I need to fill out the work for, for that time. And yeah, you should yep. try. You should do what you can to do that. But you, you have a bigger issue if, um you know, if, if your employees are hopping shit because you don't have work for a few weeks.
0: Yeah. And, and the hard truth, right? I, I can hear, I can hear the rebuttals in the mind or maybe even out loud, you're maybe cussing out Jackson. It's so, I'm so busy. I've done my best. I've done everything I know. And, you know, it's not there, you know, these younger generations, man, those guys that, you know, I, you can't, it's my company. They're not going to, you know, work like I do, right? And I've done everything in my power. It's their fault. If that's you right now, two things need to happen. Number one, stop. You're a grown man. You're a grown woman. Don't be blaming anybody else for your problems, especially somebody younger than you. That's why you're in a position of leadership. And number two, you should probably seek outside help because if you don't have enough time, To invest in your company, invest in core values, invest into hiring and training the right people while growing your business, not just running your business, not just being busy, doing jobs and answering phones and sending emails and quotes, but actually growing the business sustainably and spending time with your family. You should probably look, get out of your own way. Probably look at another option. Coach, a mentor, a system, a process. Whatever that is. Yes, we're biased. Of course we are. But you need to figure something out. Because Jackson's right. You think trying to make a business run year-round is hard? Try make a business that doesn't run year-round, like Jackson said, in every February slow. Then you're restarting every single year. You're not going to be able to go 10 years. That's going to be the real issue. The question isn't how do I keep my business running year-round. The question should be how do I keep my business running for years to come?
1: And how do you keep not your just- team-
0: exactly your team exactly. is your
1: business mm-hmm. it's absolutely your business and if you lose mm-hmm. your team every year well then you're building your business up again every single spring or whenever your slow yep. season you know ends so yep. j- just a you know it it's a strange take and i i'm guessing not a lot of you thought that was what was going to be the discussion <laughs> here yeah. but uh but no that's that's honestly what what i believe. And, I think the people that do make it run year round and they're, they're consistent, it's great. You know, if you live far north in Canada and you, you're you in snow removal, you're going to do great. Yep. But I've also heard people in snow removal where they lose a ton of money. It doesn't snow enough. Uh, they have these certain insurances and and overhead costs and they end up losing money. And so, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a difficult thing. If you figured out how to do it and you're consistent, congratulations. Like that is huge. Yep. Not everyone's going to be there and you don't need to, mm-hmm. to have a successful business you you really don't what you do need yep. to do is make sure that you keep that team together any way that you can
0: absolutely absolutely and and that's the most important part. you look at um you know we we'll use a sports analogy maybe um uh, football team NFL, let's go to the Eagles right they're killing it this year they they won the Super Bowl last year I believe in 2022. I hope I'm right. I'm either gonna get flamed if I'm not. anyways, they're really good. you see those years where the, they they win and you're like, man. How the heck they came out of nowhere, that team, and won the Stanley Cup, the Super Bowl, whatever it is. They came out of nowhere. It's like, man. And then next year, they're, they're nowhere near. What happened? The personnel changes. The culture changes. or something about their system changes. You look at the the great dynasties, your Michael Jordans, your Bulls. That team really didn't change. The core, the guidelines, the principles, the head – The CEO, Phil Jackson, the coach, you as the CEO did not change, right? Not a lot, the integral part. So again, we look at New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, right? Yes, other people, other pieces changed, but the two main keys did not really change. They had guys with them for years, no different than your business. Um, So I hope that that analogy kicks off. Um, Yeah. Add additional services and... And figure out why people are leaving your company, if that is. And get out of your own way. Get some help that you need.
1: Man, and I want to make another point on here, too, while while we're talking about this uh, for everyone out there. I hear a lot in the industry, oh, I had these two helpers for this year. I had, you know, these three helpers. I've got this helper. It's like, man, a helper doesn't sound like someone that's going to be creating good chemistry on your team for years to come. You know, mm-hmm. if you have to, if you start every spring by getting helpers, and I'm going to put that in quotations, mm-hmm. well, then you're not going to have chemistry rolling into the next year. You're not going to have the same team. That's what's making it so hard for you to run year round, is because you have these people that aren't committed. Once you start gaining technicians that have careers that stick around for more than a season, well, that's when you can grow your business. No one's growing mm-hmm. a business with with helpers. And if you're, you're using that word, just throw it out now, if you ever want to have a successful business, you will never hear a, a multi-million uh, dollar home service business referring to any of their employees as helpers. So, I mean, yeah. ditch, ditch that word right now and pick some technicians that have careers that can build chemistry on your team and stay for a year, two years, three years. That's when you see growth. That's when you get people committed to your vision. Um, and, and that's how ultimately you can make your, your company run your, year, year round and not have to start from square one in the spring every single year.
0: Mm-hmm. Such a good point, Jackson. What, what did Tommy Mello say in his book? Um, uh, I have it right here. Build a business where everybody wants to win. Biggest thing. What is it? Don't call them even, he doesn't even call them employees. He calls them members or team members.
1: Yeah. Same thing. Something I so, yeah, remember.
0: exactly. Like such a good point with the helper thing, Jackson. So good. So good. Right? Cause again, that's again, centered around you, the business owner, right? And there's no business that works outside that runs you around centered around one dude. And it's just not going to happen. 99.9% of the time. And if you have figured it out, like, man, freaking right we're happy we're pumped we're not talking to you we're talking to the 99 percent that are struggling with this yeah and yeah. that's just what it is
1: man that word makes me want to want to vomit every time. <laughs> it's such a good point like, man. what are you helping that's a that? good point
0: yeah literally though right and it's oh, like a team
1: member man you need a team member it's a yeah. team it's not you
0: and and I've heard it on the phone, Jackson. Like some of the stuff, like I'll be on a phone, like talking with somebody on the job. And by the way, I do not like this at all because you're not focused. Like you're telling me that you are that busy. And people will say, Yes, I am that busy. And it's like, then what are your priorities, my friend? If you're that busy to where you cannot take a 20-minute phone call and be undivided attention, something's out of whack. But anyways, we won't go there just yet. <laughs> we'll save that for another day. And I'll hear them. And all it is is get me this do this do that like no wonder you're having employee issues like no wonder you're so busy You like, just look at the viewpoint you take
1: he's a helper
0: yeah, i right? i got a guy
1: team member building something yeah. with you
0: exactly i got a guy you know got a guy got it, <laughs> got this dude you know like i'm like I'm like come on man you it's know terrible. and then you hear the guys that are that have use the verbiage, they have that view and everything's mindset. Like what a godsend this person is. Like just so good, invaluable member of my team, which is gonna lift more people up. And I know that maybe this is just talking about employees now and it's like, hey man, how's this keeping a business running year round? But like, that, and if you have that mindset of I'm building a New England Patriots, I'm building a dynasty, I'm building a company that's gonna be around years to come that can survive, uh, it can survive a few winter months or it can survive three years of COVID. Doesn't matter, it can survive. That methodology is gonna win all day long versus the guy who can run year round, that has a helper, that is hiring constantly and cannot find good people. And it chances are, 100% of the time, it comes down to you, the CEO. If you're burning through guys or you just can't find somebody right, you guys in America, sorry, Jackson 350 million people. Okay. You cannot tell me and sit here and say that all the good ones are taken up and my, my generation twenty 25 that my generation doesn't want to work. They're all lies. You know, they're lies. Okay. There are integrous people out there, young people who want to work, want to contribute. You just have to give them the reason. And it goes far beyond. Yeah. I got a 12 month long business. Um, so yeah, this is more of a discussion um jackson's uh so yeah we, hopefully this has been laid back we, we were hammering uh so you know we apologize but not really i'll apologize because i'm a canadian jackson doesn't have to he's american so that's how y'all operate anyways <laughs> <laughs> uh, jackson any, any last things that like you want to touch on with how to keep your business running year-round anything you any last final ending thoughts if you will
1: Yeah. I mean, do what you can to fill those gaps. You know, talk, talk to your, talk to your clients about uh, fitting them in, in in your slow season, you know, giving them a bit of a discount, adding on a service here, but I don't want you going and adding a million services to your business, trying to scramble to stay operating year round, because then the core of your business gets lost. You know, you want to be a specialist in a few things. You don't want to be a generalist, like a handyman service. Doing everything for for your clients just to get by in the winter, because then the the real reason you exist gets a little a little lost, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'd rather see you pick a couple things that can extend your season for for a few months, and then be honest with your employees. Let them know that you are going to experience those ups and downs, and make sure that you've built a business that is appealing enough, is attractive to these people, uh, to your to your employees. It's attractive enough for them to stick around to to figure it out in those months to have money saved to go work on the side so they can come back and kick butt when it gets busy again because that's the only way that you're going to win if you're riding these waves is your employees need to ride them with you they need to to you know buckle up and get on the roller coaster as well you know in a sense
0: yeah and it's such a good point man you just inspired another thought on this you you maybe 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 this is how to look at it we have a business that generates 10 months of revenue per year. We have a business that can run year round because I have 12 months of revenue in the bank because I run a profitable business. Cause I'm not hiring all the time. Cause I'm charging. Right. Cause I have services that people actually want and I have effective crews trained on them and I'm not doing everything. Maybe that's another way to look at it too um, with that. But guys, like, And gals, I know that there's a few girls listening. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be um, a bias or sexist or whatever, if you will. Um, Do better, like you you can do better. And it all starts with getting out of your own way and getting the help that you need, Um, which is going to be a shameless plug, Jackson. You've heard me say it again, Jackson. You've heard me say it a thousand times, everybody listening. We can only help if you allow us to. Link at the end of bottom of the podcast bottom of youtube i'm going to rip by this real quick don't know if we like each other don't know if we can help you those are two questions we have to figure out on our call so book that call it's not going to be pressure uh you're talking to me you know i'm not a pressure guy jackson i've ever pressured you into doing something you wouldn't do well don't answer that yeah don't answer that don't answer that jackson yeah we've been in vancouver man remember okay uh so anyways guys hit the link below um Jackson, I appreciate your time uh, as always, man, uh, and for talking about this niche idea, uh, I guess if you will. Uh, this idea that a lot of the times is move, add a service, and that's how you make the business year round. But not but taking this contrarian approach to it, I appreciate that. It's been fun.
1: Unpopular opinion, but yeah, it's my. <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it. Well, uh, everybody take care. I hope this finds you well, and we'll talk with you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.